we are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I'm Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have... Mike Roberts. And Mike, we're playing a home game today, man, back inside of the barn, yep. if you will, inside of the CTE conf room, conf room, conference room. You're slowing down. The longer you take to get this out, the hotter it's going to get in this room. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, man, look, you know, we have to do our customary five-minute intro. Come on. No, I'm kidding. Six okay. and a half. Uh, six and a half minutes. Uh, but, of course, we have guests for you guys here today inside of the building, inside of the CTE back cave cte conference room aka whatever else we want to call it uh during the show but first i gotta remind you check us out facebook youtube twitter instagram all at the handle henrico cte check out henrico cte.com for information on all the awesome programs we offer at the a centers also at the middle school and high school level a center still high school level but we also offer comprehensive courses oh yeah such as business courses plus. We have a couple of architectural courses there as well. So just go ahead and check out HenricoCTE.com to check out the awesome things that we can offer you as a student or maybe uh, your student if you are a parent or a guardian listening. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on all of your major and most of your minor podcast venues. Download your podcast app if you haven't already. Look us up. Easy to find. Henrico CTE Now podcast. And uh, like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Yeah, however you want to listen, wherever you want to listen, we pretty much have you covered. So hit that follow button, like button, subscribe so you can catch us bi-weekly at 11 a.m. Eastern. And now also on Mix 91, that's our student radio station. So if you're in that area, we are Monday nights at 6 o'clock p.m. Also, that time is Eastern because got to say Eastern, guys, because we have an international audience. Shout out to the Internet. 27, 27 countries. 27 countries. Mike, that good job, man, because I was going to quiz you on that. <laughs> you should know by now. How many 81 see? episodes, 27 Eight. countries. Yep, there you go, Six, man. 6,600. Um, oh, got him. Yeah, listeners, listeners. All right. There you go. <laughs> he got it out. He got it out. Man, hey, look. Hey, look, man. Thank you, Mike, so much for all that you do, man. And thank you for remembering those numbers because I'm not that great with them. <laughs> Better with the words at times, right? Okay. But now to our feature presentation. I mentioned we have some guests here inside of the building, here inside of the CTE conference room. And my notifications are going off, so I am going to... Silence them. Silence my Apple After Watch. After you here. asked everybody else to do yeah, it. Yeah, you know, and, and Mike... <laughs> <laughs> this shows you how professional I get. I'm telling you, man, it doesn't get any more professional than Rashawn Garnett on Henrico CTE now. All right, but seriously, though, guest in the building. They're sitting right across from me, and uh, we will go right down the list here from uh, all of these gentlemen from Southeast Connections, talent acquisition partner, Tyson Dixon Jr., safety manager uh, with us also, also Southeastern Connections, Noel Travis, and area manager, Eric Walters, gentlemen. Welcome to the show. I have to say this, though, Mike, before I let them speak, I um, came around the corner, and all I could do was look up. These are some tall guys right here <laughs> <laughs> across from the table from me. But uh, that has absolutely nothing to do with the subject matter. I just thought it would be interesting to include and paint the picture, as you often do. I have no idea. I walked in the room. They were already sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll see when they get up to leave. Then. Okay. But, uh, guys, welcome so much to the show. Thanks for coming out. I had also uh, understand that, that all of you guys get a chance to go visit the A Center at Highland Springs. And uh, if you did, let's talk a little bit about what that experience was like and what classes you got to to visit. Uh, we'll start with 
Tyson. Thanks for having us, first off. But yeah, yesterday was awesome. Uh, we were able to talk to the students at uh, Highland Springs, and we met with the automotive group, the computer science, carpentry. Carpentry. Yep, carpentry. Electrical. Le- yep, and also electrical. First off, I'll say the school is pretty cool. You walk into these these classrooms and it's a mechanic shop. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm not expecting to walk into a room and it's an entire mechanic shop. So those students are pretty lucky to get the hands-on experience for one. But um, it was awesome to to be able to to show and showcase SEC. So yeah, it was definitely nice. You know, getting in front of the kids and uh, seeing how engaged they were. And actually, we reached out to them and said, "What are you interested in? What would make you want to come to SEC? Or what are you looking for in a job?" So it was great to get that viewpoint. Unfortunately, I didn't get to make the uh, trip oh, yesterday. Oh, you didn't make the trip, okay. B- but uh, we do participate in a lot of events, uh, Votechnical schools, and so it's. I'm always astounded at how much our Commonwealth folks do reach out and help our students and educate them and give put them on a good path for a career. So I commend you guys for that. It's awesome. And we say Thank it you. often on this program that it's one thing to hear from us. It's one thing to hear it from their teachers that they see every day. But it's another thing to hear it from you guys at SEC, right? And Mike alluded to it. What is SEC, guys? Can you guys give us a brief description? Who wants to raise their hand? I see Eric over there. He kind of he looked excited, the most excited. So I'm going to call on Eric over here. So well, what is SEC? Give us a brief synopsis of what you guys do. So Southeast Connections, we're a, we're a pipeline contractor. So we uh, build natural gas pipeline, you know, all across the country. Specifically here in Virginia, we do a lot of pipeline replacement. So we're going in and we're replacing aging infrastructure. What's going through the pipelines? Natural gas. Strictly. Okay, cool. And uh, also, let's talk a little bit about culture here, too. Um, And I'm not sure if you guys got an opportunity to discuss that with the students, but how would you describe uh, SEC's culture as far as working there and becoming a part of that team? Well, I've I've worked there the longest, so I can tell you um, it was started as just literally a guy and his crew, 12 men, and it's a very family-oriented business. Um, we've grown. I've been there eight years. I think we start when I came here. We had 551 employees. We're up to 1,800 now. So um, that's incredible growth, right it, there. It yeah. is, and we could continue to grow. Um, so uh, that's why we have such an outreach program to try to get folks interested in a great career. But yeah, to to continue the answer to the question, very family oriented. Many of the employees we have have been with us for years. That's a good sign, so typically. <laughs> it is. And they really can start with us with very limited skills. We've seen guys that were on the fryer at McDonald's yesterday. 18 months, two years later, they're a foreman. So lots of opportunity. That is awesome to hear right there. And, you know, nothing wrong with working at McDonald's, but yep. if you want to make that livable wage, if you want to make some really, really good money, yeah. you've got to yep. step it up and get you some real-world skills, right, Mike? Exactly. And, and uh, you know, just like what we always say all the time, and that's what the RCT programs are about. We're about getting them uh, real-world skills in a particular work area that they want to go into, whether it's the typical trades that um, everybody knows about, or you're getting into the more technical, or even the ones that are college-oriented. Um, we're, we're there trying to provide those those types of skills. And then all the soft skills, which also gets a lot of those students ready to go to work for a company like SEC. So they're already coming in, and you know, we're, you know, now y'all are ready to just teach them the, the, the day-to-day stuff, and, and we've already taught them how to be ready to go to work. Yeah, we're trying to make the onboarding process easy for you guys <laughs> as possible, right? Uh, get those soft skills out of the way and even have them come uh, with those skills you need, those that are in demand uh, for your particular uh, industry. Let's go down career paths right now. I'm going to 
pick on you again, Noel. And and uh, so let's take it down your career path. And also, did you take any CTE related courses? Um, in your uh, time in education? Well, um, you know, when I graduated high school, I wanted a kind of different career, so I went in the military. And I spent 20 years in the Army, where, to your point, they give you a lot of different skills yeah. that help when you transition to the civilian sector, which is what I did. And then I went into the natural gas industry, which is, this is my 20th year in this industry. So You know a little it, bit about it. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but it is truly an industry as well where you can take those soft skills that you learn. An automotive technician, we use a lot of different equipment and tooling, et cetera. So, and when you take these uh, skills, we have to train folks. So any of those skills that you've acquired elsewhere, certainly at the high school level, can be applicable to our industry. The skill set that we have from computer, computer-aided design, CAD folks, yeah. to fusing pipe, joining, welding, all kinds of t- skills that can be applicable to a career in our industry. Yeah, all skills that we offer uh, training in. Uh, we just got a welding course here yes. as well. But how did you get to where you are today? Well, again, I, when I... Enter, when I exited the oh, retired so you, military. So you've been in SEC since retirement? Yeah. Well, okay. I went into the industry. You went into as, the industry. Okay. I was on the regulator side. Gotcha. Sort of the pipeline policeman, if you will. <laughs> and gotcha. uh, so and I was there about 14 years, and then I transitioned to the industry side. And this is a company that I worked with for many years when they were just getting started, so I knew about them. And they encouraged me to come be a safety director at their company which I did and have not regretted, been there eight years. Um, and again, being a, a, we are a highly regulated industry, much more so than power, ga- um, cable, or water because of the nature of natural gas. So that's why we have to have a lot of compliance folks, safety folks, so people that can follow a lot of rules certainly do well in our industry because it's highly regulated. But that's how I got here is from the, the regulator side. Gotcha. So, so you came from the regulator side, then you ended up being well, a on safety the other side. Well, yeah, in, of, enforcing the, the rules at yeah. the company. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I'm, I'm sure you brought some skills uh, that they uh, they needed on that side on that from side. being on the opposite side. Yeah, but it's, it's a matter of knowing welding and fusing. Using and so yeah. the, so a lot of this, like I say, the soft skills that you can learn here will be applicable in our industry and certainly working for our company. All right. So next on the list, Eric, how'd you get to becoming an area manager? And so, did you take any CTE courses? I got to got to point that out as well. I did take some CTE courses in, at my high school. Um, it wasn't necessarily called CTE, but there, you know, I, I took some shop classes, uh, yeah. some automotive classes. So... But yeah, absolutely. Um, and then after after high school, uh, all I wanted to do was play sports in college. So, <laughs> what sport? What sport was football. that? Football. Okay. Yep. So I, I ended up going to Old Dominion University. Um, had no idea what I wanted to do. Ended up in uh, civil engineering. Uh, graduated from ODU civil engineering back in 2010. Um, and then, you know, I came out of there actually doing land surveying. Uh, for my uncle, um, and then just happened to stumble into the natural gas industry. I just applied for a position that was online. Uh, I think back then it was like monster.com or something like that. Uh, yep. Applied for a position with uh, Virginia Natural Gas. So I, I worked for them, um, came in as an engineer, sat behind a desk for a while, and realized I hated it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I ended up, ended up out in the field as an inspector. Um, you know, basically overseeing SEC, uh, Southeast Connections was uh, one of our largest contractors in the area. So I, I inspected the work that they did, um, ended up really uh, growing to like their leadership. Uh, and then, 
ended up leaving uh, Virginia Natural Gas, went to Dominion Energy, worked for them as a project manager uh, up in the uh, Northeast, basically built natural gas compressor stations. Um, one day I came home from a, a job up in New York and had a voicemail on my phone from uh, Kyle Lawrenceby, who's our president, and said he might have had opportunity for me in, the, in you know, back in Virginia, um, you know, with that Southeast Connections as their area manager. So now I, I manage operations for SEC here in Virginia. Awesome, man. And uh, Dominion Energy, no stranger to our podcast. In fact, we've had Dominion Energy folks on multiple times. Matt actually. Kellum is a regular. Matt <laughs> Kellum is pretty much a regular at this point. Um, but I'm not going to ramble on anymore. Tyson, tell us about you. How did you get to where you are in your position at SEC, who might have some of the coolest nail you? Like, they got the hats. Yeah. <laughs> they got the pullovers. I mean, they're selling the whole lifestyle here. So talk about <laughs> well, talk about how you got here. I'm on the HR side. Okay. So um, went to school in Western Carolina, North Carolina. Um, I actually have a hospitality and tourism degree. Oh, <laughs> so, oh awesome. Um, used that for, for about six months. And, uh, <laughs> um, and actually got into sales, um, recruiting. So selling, actually helping companies find people. For employment, mm -hmm. um, I worked in the energy sector, so I worked with Duke and um, a lot of the EPCs and uh, AEC type companies, um, filling engineering roles where there was operators and field techs. So um, ended up doing that and got an opportunity to work in the power distribution side, overhead and underground with MozTech. Uh, I know it's a local company um, yeah. here that that power well helps with the distribution side of things on power. Yes. Um, and um, got into the business. So just been in the energy business. I've been in it for about five years, not as long as these guys, but uh, um, I, I don't look to leave uh, the energy sector. So, <laughs> um, And then got, I got contacted by Southeast Connections for an opportunity to kind of help with recruiting on the corporate side. Um, and it's been a blessing. It's been almost a year since I've been with the company and it feels, it feels a little bit longer. Um, it always seems to, always to seems, be right, right. Like, a little bit longer because uh, I've only been with Henrico County for five years, but I swear it feels like ten. Right. I want to double that <laughs> up a little bit. There. Not saying there's anything bad about that, Max. Seriously, I enjoy my time here. Just want to point that out. But yeah, you're yeah, absolutely save yourself. right about that. Got to save myself. <laughs> right. We're totally editing that entire portion out of the right. podcast. Now I'm kidding. That's going to see stay. when you're having yeah. fun and time goes by, <laughs> by quick. Right. Yeah, I was going to say you, you'll see a common denominator. He worked for another industry, folks. Yeah. I, I knew Eric from when I was a regular later and he was VNG so uh, once you get into this industry yeah everybody kind of knows everybody and it's but it's you got to get that skill set and that's what's important what you guys do and giving that training because that's where it starts because once you can get these qualifications these trainings you can have a, a huge career in our industry yeah and huge. that's and that's what we're talking to the, the the students and the parents all the time about is about you know we're teaching them you know, particular skills, showing them career paths. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be one class they take, but the path branch off of that one class is enormous. And they just need to take the opportunity to try out some of these programs. And just like almost everybody's here, their career path wasn't that straight line. I know what I'm going to do when I'm That's why we asked the question. School. I don't even yeah. know what I'm going to do when I'm in college. Yeah. Or you think you know what you're going to do, right. mm -hmm. and then you find out it wasn't really for you. And a lot of students get the opportunity to have that happen in high school where they don't mm -hmm. have to go to college and find out that and, and take a bunch of classes and end up with a degree a degree and then completely switch right like what happened to you and um and then a little bit to you too right. the the you know you f 
you know, you're still like the engineering aspects of what you didn't like sitting behind the desk. I'm, you know, it's probably exactly. what the issue was. Yep. Um, and, but the kids get to try these things out in high school and find out if this is what they're geared for. Um, they still may only find out later, but at least they took the opportunity where, one, they didn't have to spend all that, the money, the college money. Oh, for sure. They could be spending on, on stuff that they actually find out that they do want to do. Yeah, right? they might as well try it now before you buy it in college, right? And then you have to spend a whole exactly. half a semester or two. Yep, and as soon and, as you uh, start looking at what it costs, you'll yeah. you'll definitely be interested in not making a mistake. <laughs> yeah, you want to try to nar- we want to try to help them narrow down what it is that they want to do as much as possible before they leave high school, so they end up enrolled, enlisted, or employed. You have something you want to? Yeah, add? I would just say too, these uh, skills are also very transferable. We just um, got somebody from New York come down here. When they learn these skills, they can go anywhere in the country, frankly, the world, yeah. and apply them. Because it, it, essentially, it's the same skills. It's just a different company. And they may apply things a little bit different. But it, again, it's transferable. So once you get it, you go to California. And, and huge, huge demand for the folks that have this skill set that we that we train and we look for. We've yeah, talked to a, a, Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, it's a small community, and, yeah. but it's a lot of work. I mean, there's a ton of work <laughs> yep. out there, and that's that's what we're trying to do is just, you know, get it, get it out there. Like I said, I never even thought to go into the energy industry. I never thought natural gas. Never crossed my mind one time growing up. I never said I'm going to grow up and be a, ga- uh, you know, a gas worker, a pipeliner. Um, but, well, you know, it's there. But that, that's that's perfect lead into, you know, the question of how important do y'all see y'all's yeah. industry is out there? I mean, I think... It, a lot of students will sit there and say, I want to do something that is impactful, that means something. Tell us what y'all, you know, what y'all believe and why this is important. Well, I was going to say we're, we're building the nation's infrastructure. I mean, we're, I mean, this is what powers, I mean, Chesterfield uh, power plant. I mean, it's mostly natural gas-driven turbines. I mean, that's that's what gets the lights on here in the building. Yep. Uh, and you know, we, we definitely explained that yesterday uh, to a lot of the kids. You know, I mean, it's it's huge. I, I, every I've worked a lot of projects in the area. Um, you know, some of them I've designed, some of them I've actually got to go out and build. And it's it's a prideful thing when you walk by a, a meter set or a regulator station and you say, "Hey, you know, we built that." You know, it's it's right. it's a permanent mark that's going to be there. A lot. One of the reasons I bring it up: a lot of people, not a lot. I don't hopefully hopefully it's not a lot of people. That sometimes when you say pipeline, there's a there seems to be a lot of people that are like, uh, really. Why is it the better way? And I and I'm I, now I've already got an idea in my mind that it is, <laughs> but I'm just I'm saying you know what would you tell somebody to you know or especially a student saying you know why you want to come and do this type of work? As an energy source, natural gas is the of the fossil fuels. It's the lowest carbon output fuel there is. Um, you see the push as Eric talked about with power generation. The vast majority of power generation in our country is natural gas. So with these pipelines that we build and construct, it is also can be used for heating our homes and these things. So it's uh, in the infrastructure that we're replacing and building. You know these things are going to be around for a long time, so it's it's going to be there. And as an energy source for our country, it's going to be used. Certainly, solar and these things are going to be the renewable things will be there, but inevitably, natural gas is going to be the huge yeah. energy source that we have. It's it's clean, abundant, and yep. it's domestic. You know, yep. it's 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 right here. You know, it's uh, it's. <laughs> Let me add to that. You know, just talk about today's events. The Ukraine is talking with the Ukraine issue. Exactly. The major issue is there's a pipeline. Yeah. Yep. That's so a hard. natural gas pipeline <laughs> yep. that supplies 50% of the energy for Germany. 
That's a lot. And so that's you, you can put those on scales here about what we do. It's a huge energy source for our country. It's not something you can just snap a finger and it's gone. It's, you have to have right. it. It's a, yep. it's a bridge fuel, too. It's, I mean, it's going to make renewables possible. You know, you, you can't right. have you don't have sunlight every day. You don't have wind every day. You know, it, it makes uh, it makes the renewables, uh, you know, feasible. All right. So let's talk about positions now, guys. Let's uh, switch over to positions that are available um, in your industry. Let's talk entry level. What would it look like entry level? Well, actually, you know what? Let's back up. Before we talk positions, let's talk about programs. What programs do you guys feel like uh, the A Center offers that will be most vital, I guess, to what you guys are looking for right now as an industry? I mean, just looking at it from you know our standpoint, we, we like entry level. We like entry level and like building up. Um, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of of, of hiring from other um, contractors or whatnot. You never know what kind of bad habits they may have had or or, or whatnot. So, you know, I, I love building those guys up from the bottom. Um, so it, you know, it's when it comes to the classes that that they're taking, it, it really doesn't. It, doesn't necessarily matter which ones they're taking. Right? Right. It's the soft skills that are important. It's knowing how they have to show up, you know, every day to work. Um, you so know, you knowing cell that phones they, and all that, all right. that other stuff. And knowing that, that they need to communicate, and they need they need to know how to communicate with not only their you know their classmates or their coworkers when they get into the working world, but also being able to c- communicate with leadership and communicate clearly. Um, so whether it be their teacher, or their you know, it's the next step, and it's uh, you know their manager, or their supervisor. Yeah, Absolutely. so like for example, let's uh, let's go a little bit deeper into this subject here. So, say I come out of um, automotive technology. Right. How does someone with an automotive technology background translate into what you guys do here? We, we actually talked about that yesterday. You know, it, it's not. It's you know, we got in there. I, I tried to relate everything that they're doing in their classes to something that might hit in the energy industry, and you know, they're they're using torque wrenches. They're using you know, flange bearings are not that much different than a, a you know a pipeline flange. You know, it's tightening bolts, it's nuts and bolts. Um, you know, there's a lot of welding. There's, you know, those end. Of, you know, it. They may be working on equipment, but we're using the equipment and being able to, you know, repair their own equipment out in the field. That's it. That's huge. That, that saves me a lot of time. It saves, you know, my field uh, mechanic from having to drive from place to place if there's simple fixes that they can make out in the field. They also teach a lot of electrical type things as well there we have a lot of diagnostic not diagnostic equipment um, as well as tooling that is electrical there's a whole lot to corrosion that involves electricity so any of those skills that they will learn in automotive you know uh, classes certainly applicable to what we do um, and it, it, st- it starts you off anyway and we're, you know I should point out we are required per our federal code to train folks so it isn't necessarily a matter that you have to come to us as Eric pointed out, the new guy is the best guy because we're going to we can start from scratch. Yeah, you raise him up in your own way. That's right. right. Yeah, <laughs> but if he has a knowledge of how to use electrical diagnostic equipment, that's very helpful. But we are required, and we do very thorough, detailed quality training to get them with our tools and specific specialty equipment that we may use. But if they have that baseline skill set, it's very helpful to put them on the road to understanding how some of our tooling works. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys did have that conversation with the uh, folks over there at Highland Springs. And at the time of this recording, they'll be uh, the next, what is it, tomorrow, I guess? You guys are going to Hermitage? Yep. Hermitage. You guys will be going to visit Hermitage and, and those programs over there. But I'm just uh, glad you guys are making the why real for them, right, Mike? Because we talk so much about that on this program a lot. Like, why, how, why, or how will my skills 
in this program right now translate to uh, your uh, organization as well. So let's talk entry-level positions. What positions could someone possibly coming straight out of high school uh, hope to earn uh, here at SEC? So right now we have uh, natural gas construction labor, or if you want to say natural gas labor. Um, those are our entry-level positions in the field. Um, whether if we wanted to do, um, well, they basically be on a, a dig crew or a, a service crew, um, basically doing on-the-job training. So I know we kind of hit on the training aspect. So we do the OQs um, in-house, so where it's heavily regulated. So a lot of the jobs that we perform out on the field. What's an OQ? I'm sorry. Operator qualification. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He's the expert, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, as I mentioned, it's we're highly regulated, and yep. one of the things is mandated. We can't have someone performing a task that mm-hmm. does not know what to do <laughs> and know how to react if there's a problem. So there's a program called operator qualification, and it's a standard of, of, for each individual task that the employee needs to be trained and have understanding of what happens if he doesn't perform it correctly and because <laughs> yeah. um, outcome could be very serious. And uh, we provide the training, and then we do the testing program with them. And, it, you know, that can take a little while, obviously, because we want skilled workers. But with what you're providing, that gives them that little step up. Yeah, so basically anything that they bring along with them is bonus. But y'all, because y'all are going to basically handle them, getting them trained so that they – from and then from there from, to – Forever, I'm sure. And there's always a, you know, additional training coming down the road. I always tell people, anybody that says they know everything in our industry scares me. I'm <laughs> tw- 20 years I've been doing this. I learn every day. And our procedure manual literally is probably, it's electronic, but it, if we print it, it'd probably be about six inches thick, literally. So everything has a procedure and a way and protocol on how to do it properly. And that's our obligation, our responsibility to make sure our employees understand that are trained to it and perform it correctly well the way i look at it honestly uh you know they get that training here at the a center then they go to you guys and get that training Uh, and sometimes that's comforting for the students to know that they will have somebody to help them with that um, onboarding process i don't know about you guys when i was leaving high school even going on to college you know it's just so much apprehension so much you don't know you're like oh man it's almost time to adult right you know right. what i mean <laughs> it's time to be you know a grown-up now so it's nice to hear that you guys have uh, those students back when they come into entry-level well, positions look at the varied background we've got right here yeah we've got absolutely. military automotive to- uh was it hospitality? hospitality yeah hospitality, hospitality. yep <laughs> you know all, and all that fed in and now they've got a career in in something you know in, in a company that's going to sustain them for the rest of their their lives and i'd, I'd say i'd I'd put us up against anybody when it comes to training. Noel runs, it's got to be the best training program in, in the industry, in, in my opinion. You know, he's got a huge background from from his state days. And then, you know, he's got two guys that work under him that are just, they're amazing. Uh, they, they, the, the time that they put, time and effort they put into it, you know, I, I really feel like they enjoy seeing these guys grow, um, seeing these young, um, you know, guys coming in, you know, just starting and watching them grow into foremen or supervisors. I mean, we, we've got guys that, I mean, they started 18. Um, and some of them, I've got guys right now that aren't even 20 years old that are foremen. And they, mm-hmm. you know, they just picked up on it quickly. And, you know, the, the, if, the, if, the, if the student or the, the new uh, employee is willing to put in the effort, uh, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Montez is one of our, our safety specialists. You know, he, he puts the effort right back into them. 
So it's 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 really it's really rewarding to watch. Well, I mean, you, obviously you can hear that uh, moving up is something that is done here because you said you like to start with entry level guys and exactly. you like to watch those guys grow and move up. Can you guys upward mobility. Upward mobility. <laughs> and that, that's a word that I love to hear. And I'm sure parents who listen love to hear that as well. And also they love to hear that they're getting that training as well, too. They want to make sure that, you know, of course, you never stop being your parents kid at the end of the day. Right. They want to know that you're going to be OK and that you're going to work safely. But um, if any of you guys could give me like an example of here's this position and this is where you could end up, um, you know, with with that hard work that you're mentioning, mentioning Eric, anybody can answer that. One of the guys on my staff, um, Milton Custis, he, he came to us. We all actually have a concrete and asphalt crew, and they do tremendous work too, do a great job. Uh, but we're fairly limited. We don't. That's not our primary function, doing asphalt and concrete. So sort of limited for the foreman role. We have a couple positions. And he saw on the gas side, there's a lot more opportunity. So I can remember him knocking on my door saying, Noel, can I get the training, the qualification to be on the gas side? Which he did, got the training, got the qualification, and I watched him excel doing that, learning how to fuse, how to purge pipe, pressure test, all the skills that he needed to be to work on the pipeline side. And then I had an opening on my staff uh, for safety and compliance, and I now have my staff, and so he's developing as a safety specialist and, you know, Huge career opportunities in that particular industry. So many success stories. Eric mentioned some of the foremen. I've, I do new hire training, and I've seen this 18-year-old, and literally 18 months later, he's a foreman. And it's, it's really – and that, that career, they can go all the way up to supervisors, area managers. We're begging for these people. Yeah. Um, so just a ton of success stories with these folks that, that they'd come in. Young people can have a real successful and, frankly, lucrative career. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, rumble young folks rumble, Mike. I mean, come <laughs> on. like You have an opportunity to be really, really successful here. That's what I'm sounding like. And not only do you have the opportunity to be, to be successful – you get that support as well, Mike, which is, is very, very important to someone starting out in any career and they're younger. Absolutely. And, it's, and that, that's, that, those types of things, when, when young people are, are looking for a place to go, is knowing that they have that support, it's a lot easier for them to get in there. But that leads right into, you know, a lot of people have been hearing, you know, they've heard a lot about the, the lack of people, young people getting into a lot of different industries mm-hmm. and a lot of companies struggling with trying to find you know you just said we're begging for people you know in that one particular area you know what are you doing to deal with that uh, to try and deal with attracting more people and what is it that a, a ct program like ours can do to help alleviate that to help help a companies like y'all's out i mean for us it's, it's getting involved you know it's uh, you know a lot of what we do when we come and you know speak to these cte programs is it's getting our name out there it's letting them know that we're around um so that that, that helps out a lot uh, whether it's you know them or it's their parents i mean we'll hire you know them as well <laughs> <laughs> we want them all so and then that, that brings me kind of to you know we've got it's so family oriented we i've got a dad and three of his kids work for us as well I mean, you know, he, he brings them all on board, um, and they've all been great employees. So, like I said, it's uh, 
You know, Eric and I actually participate in a few of these um, programs, especially down in Chesapeake. That's where our big footprint is. So Isle of Wight County, Norfolk, uh, the Prudence Center down there is big. We love, especially me and Eric, we're the ones that do it, love to participate in these programs and get get the word out. You know, obviously for our for our company, but as an industry as well, that it's available to these these young people that this career is out there. You just got to come in the door, and we'll take care of the rest, if you will. So, exactly. um, but on the recruiting stuff, I, I don't, you know, I think you could probably address that yeah. better. Yeah, you know. So let's talk recruiting strategy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of different variables that play in the workforce. Um, as far as you saying is, you know, it's not a lot of people interested in getting certain technical, you know, technical roles. Um, but yes. I, Causing awareness, um, making sure people know that we're here in the area. Um, I, Cindy's not on the uh, on the mics, but uh, our <laughs> communications team do a, do a really good job making it really look. It looks really good and appeasing um, when we're posting jobs or if we're doing hiring events. Um, we do a lot of hiring events in our Chesapeake location, and um, we're starting to do a little bit more in Richmond. Um, but I think having those events call, will allow students or um, candidates to come into the facilities that they could potentially be working in right and uh, we set up the shop to you know showcase the tools that we use whether if it's a hydraulic butt fusion machine or if it's a shovel you know some people are you know they may not have picked up a shovel before <laughs> in their life but we'll give them the opportunity to pick it up um so I, i'm one of those people on the right <laughs> Go ahead. so just having those events um you know bringing in the community saying hey we're right here we want you to come in visit our office um put your hands on some of the things and see if you're interested and um we've we've seen a a, a ton of success doing that um, and I think we're the more that we do and, and the more involved that we get with CTE programs and causing that awareness with the students, I think we'll, you know, we'll see some some positive things come out of that. So. Yeah, I'm sure because, I mean, a lot of it is uh, exposure, right? Uh, yep. Getting the word out. You mentioned expanding that footprint from the 757 area on up here to, uh, I guess, would you call it central Virginia? Yeah. I guess you would call it that. <laughs> what would you say that you think, what would, in your opinion, what do you think that a CTE program could do to help and, you know, you're, this, these are the things you're doing. Right. What is it that you would look to a CT program to do for you? Absolutely. I mean, from the recruiting standpoint, um, you know, if you if if I'm speaking with a candidate and this is their first opportunity, um, you know, I would expect them to not know how to interview, right? Or um, I would want them to know how to interview. I would so, hope that we've yeah. already done that for yeah, you because that's something that's yeah. something we concentrate on. Some of those, we yeah, not those only do we teach, yeah, we not only teach them how to do it, yeah. we do mock interviews all through the years. Absolutely, resume writing, yeah. all that wonderful stuff. Absolutely. Well, go ahead. So, I mean, for me, it's not about the skills. Sometimes about the attitude. Um, and when I'm talking over the phone, or if I'm doing a face to face interview, I read body language. Um, I read how you come to the interview, whether if it's, you know, if you're dressed professionally or if you're dressed for the job, dressed right. for the job, right? Um, or your, your punctuation. If you come in five minutes, ten minutes early, or if you come in five, ten minutes late, you know, we look at those things. Uh, so it's not about the skill. I can find a candidate that can do the job, but if I put you with the crew, like, are you going to be impactful for the crew? Are you just going to do the job or are you going to be helpful right are you gonna bring that energy to the to work um so it's not about the skills it's about the attitude well, so have some of those working on those soft skills i think the cte i think that's what i'm looking for um you know i think if we if 
not if I think you guys are doing an awesome job. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I mean, teamwork has to be a huge part of what you do. And let's talk a little bit about that, guys. What? Why is teamwork so important in, in you guys' industry? I mean, it really comes down to just the, the amount of work that's out there. I mean, we've, we've got to get it done. We've got to impress our customer. they got to see that we're organized. And you don't do that without communicating and working together. And it, and considering what you all are dealing with, the safety aspects, if you're not communicating, you're not safe. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, to break it down, I guess, a crew is typically going to be a foreman, maybe two laborers, maybe three to four. But typically it's going to be a foreman and two laborers. They have to work in tandem together and be a team and the foreman works the laborers work and they all learn from each other so it's critical that they you know not everybody is strong in each skill so they have to work together and kind of combine it so they can look out for each other like so we 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 preach uh you know brothers keeper type thing and you know like i said they've got to be able to look out for the you know their brother next to them uh and like i said it's you never know when you might overlook something or uh, you know, and if you're not if if you're one of those ones that you know you know blow one candle out to make your shine brighter, you know it's just not going to fit. Right. Basically, the job the job is not a one man show. You know, yeah. you need you need support, you need help. Um, can't drop eighty like Kobe every night, right? Right. right. <laughs> you can't do that. Can't do that. We need to, we need to facilitate a little bit more. You we can't needed do. the sports analogy. I, right. like, I would not have brought that. <laughs> That is true, though. That's true. Yeah, you know, everybody has to play their part. One, that is for sure. So, guys, are there any certifications that are unique to your industry that, uh, you know, maybe you guys could bring up or that we could bring I mean, back re- to our students? Really, coming out of the CTE program, them coming out with OSHA ten or, or something to that effect is is huge. Like I said, it you know it gets them familiar with a lot of the rules that they're going to start out with. You know, right out of the gate, coming in the door. Um, so, you know, trenching and shoring, you know, understanding that you can't get in a trench that's, you know, so deep. You know, it's yep. knowing what those safety precautions are and knowing, not being af- afraid to speak up when when they see something happen. You know, I've had a couple, um, you know, new hires that have come in and they've come to me and they say, hey, you know, somebody wasn't doing something safe. What am I supposed to do? I said, you got to speak up. Everybody's got to stop work authority. And, you know, like I said, teaching, teaching the guys young, hey, speaking up is not... Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we want to hear from them. And a lot of our trades are, I mean, no, the first thing they're doing is getting their OSHA 10. Yeah, OSHA 10 is OSHA, like the OSHA first card. couple weeks of school. Yep. Uh, f- uh, right off the bat. Yep. I think the entire class raised their hand when we said who had their OSHA 10. Yeah. So, right. uh, But I do want to take it back to the awesome. basics as far as uh, certifications or license. Driver license, you know I am. Uh, is, that, is that a big issue for you guys? You guys yes. not like getting it, that? Yes, you you know we've heard some of I it. I told question. you I wanted to get them going, so I asked the questions. Please, if you're listening, go get your driver license. That is going to be the start of any career that you take. You got to get to work. So our, our teachers are hammering it in on the students, and unfortunately, it's it's the the young men that aren't doing or that they got to fight the most. Yeah, your young ladies seem to be the young ladies. Those they're they're jumping no on board. They they're good with getting a driver's license. Yeah. The, the guys I don't know what the problem is. You know, at it's, least from our small sample size. You know, what I mean? guess don't yeah. take yeah. this don't take this study and run with it. But <laughs> right, from our small sample size, that's what we've seen. The young ladies have been far mm-hmm. more uh, active in getting that driver's license. But uh, is that something you guys do? Do you guys give people trucks to run with the with the crew, or is it? Yeah, how does I mean, that work? When they, when they come on board, uh, you know, they're we want them to be able to drive a truck. Um, like I said, they they can't drive for us until they're uh, 21. But you know, we need them to have it. We need them to have that license. Like I said, you hire somebody that doesn't have a license, and they're relying on somebody else to get to work. Um, 
it sometimes it falls through and it's not their fault other than that they don't have a license you know and they end up in a, in a position where you know their job's on the line and it's completely out of the control other than going to get the license yeah yeah so yeah, I, we've, we've see it happen yeah we've heard too many companies said if i see you get dropped off by your parents to come to work in the morning I'm done because <laughs> right. I'm not dealing with the fact that, you know, you're going to be working a little bit late. You're not going to be at the at the shop. You're going to be out in the field and then you're trying to coordinate on your cell phone when you should be working. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's a, that's the nature of our work, too. You know, it's we know what, we st- what time we start every day, but we don't know what time we get off. Yeah, that's a good so. point. I did want to add on this, you know, certificates or anything that demonstrates in a, a completion of a program. That's attractive because that that shows that that candidate followed the rules learned the skill associated with it, met the qualifications, because we have to do that. That's going to be repeated over and over in our industry. We, you know, we're always continuing to test people, too, throughout their career. So when someone comes to us with a certification from a CT program, it's huge because that tells us they can follow the rules, they can meet standards, they understand how important that is to follow the protocols for whatever it is, automotive, carpentry what have you that's huge it's very attractive i can tell you when we do interview when it comes to certifications too it really doesn't matter what it is anytime that we have an employee that comes in that's invested in themselves Mm -hmm. you know whether that you know whatever class they've paid for to take you know they're 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 interested in you know moving up you know then that's the type of people that we want so it really doesn't matter what the certification is but just coming in and showing that they they completed something and that they you know they put the effort in yeah, we've we've got um, a young lady over at the Hermitage uh, Automotive class that. Oh yeah, sure did. First young lady to complete all ten certifications. Oh, uh, ASC certified all yeah. ten. Yep, it's awesome. All yeah. all ten of those. In. We, we, the, the the teachers very much stress you. You know, these aren't here for you to just pick and choose what you want to. You, you need to learn all of them. If, if you know, if your class has gotten multiple ones, it shouldn't just be the one. Right. You know. So yeah. Yeah, we're trying to put uh, put you know fully ASC certified technicians out there on the street you know what i mean so those kids can go to dealerships or wherever they may be working and sometimes they work for themselves and make a uh, instant impact guys before i let you go i got one more question for you so uh why should other businesses get involved with local career and technical education programs more specifically the awesome henrico career and technical education program <laughs> here in henrico county and we will go from my left to right um, as I mentioned earlier, Eric and I really, I feel blessed. We've gotten the opportunity to work with a couple different counties' programs. Everybody does it really kind of different. You guys have an outstanding, excellent program for sure. Um, and I have said for years that I've been involved in this industry, we need to train our workforce. It is, and frankly, compared to the rest of the world, it's sad that we don't train people. That's frankly why we have a shortage of plumbers, is we're not training our people. We don't, and it does start at the high school level, where these folks can learn a skill. Not everybody's going to be a scientist that works at NASA. Somebody has to come out there and do these these skills, and they can have a huge, lucrative, long career, professional career if they can learn. But this is where it starts, and. Industry, and I'm sure all the professional business out there know we want qualified people. They don't have to be an expert by no means because it's our responsibility to train them. But this is where it starts when they complete these programs. This is the 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 forest, the 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 fertile ground that we can get these folks from. And uh, so, and again, I commend you guys for doing such a good job with this. It's huge. Hopefully, our country is going to continue to appreciate that and 
and help grow your programs. But yeah, all businesses, I, and I think a lot of them recognize that now. Yeah, how I'm, critical I, it is. We talked, especially when we finally got back on the air, and we were doing the Microsoft Teams hotline before oh, the yeah. pandemic. <laughs> uh, people really saw how much essential essential workers, yep. mm-hmm. namely you guys how in important. the field, how important you guys you, were. You know, we worked throughout the entire. Oh, yeah, yeah, we I never know. slowed down. We never lost a paycheck. Yeah, yeah I, I that's it. what focused. That's what focused yeah. a lot of people's attentions yeah. on yeah. Uh, was was the essential workers out there and find out how many people were essential yeah. workers and how then made him realize it's like <laughs> if they didn't keep on working where would they have been right you where know because they're all as, sitting uh, at home where we as a society have been if they exactly. didn't keep working that's exactly a, that's another thing without the plumbers without the the pipeline workers it didn't you know it just went across the gambit i call them the offensive line <laughs> <laughs> there you go you know what i mean nothing you know when they're not there but you don't have to worry too much when they are there. But do you have something that you want to add? Why should other businesses get involved with him right on CTE? So I, you know, we have a problem. And the problem is we have a, you know, a shortage of workers. You know, how are we going to sit there and complain about it if we're not going to help solve the problem? There you go. So you know, yep. And that's 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 the gist of it. You know, we're we're getting out there and we're trying to help solve the problem and you know create some careers for some you know good young people. <laughs> Absolutely. On my end, it's um, more businesses should should reach out to CT programs just due to creating those doors for students. Um, I just think most of the time, you know, we students are going to school and expecting to go to college, right, without a plan. Um, so it's like, you, yeah, you yeah, can without, add. Without a plan, that is, that is. That's the thing that kills me the I most. I would man, hate to you. know the statistic <laughs> on how many do. We but that's some, perfect. Right. That's perfect. I'm sorry. Keep on no, going. No, you're good. You. You're good. So, um, I mean. The students that we talked to yesterday, they they knew exa- kind of where they wanted to be. Then they knew specifically, like, hey, I wanted to be an electrician for such and such company, right? Right. But they knew they wanted to work with their hands uh, or if they wanted to deal with cars. Um, so if you go to, you know, a high school and you go to a math class and you talk to a student, like, yeah, I want to go to college. I want to go to, uh, you know, Virginia State and um, – Study I'm psychology. Glad you said Virginia State, because that's where I came. You went to Virginia State. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted to say a Virginia school. I didn't want to say. What. <laughs> I'm going to Virginia State. Virginia right. State. Yeah. We go ahead. Um, but just just creating that opportunity for students um, and giving them so they won't have an unconscious bias of, of saying, "Yeah, I just want to go to college and I'll figure it out after I graduate." And that's the worst time. Yeah. But, but then the you talk time. to them. I don't know how many people I've talked to after that. They've already gotten their career started, mm-hmm. and you said, and and you're talking to them, and they go, and they talk about, talk about their college experience. They go, you know, I didn't necessarily need to have done this, right? Because you know, I'm happy with my career. I mean, we've, we've had people on and the I, show, and and yeah. somebody, somebody I talked to the other day, they, no, I was listening on the radio. The guy made the comment. He goes, No, it was the it was it was um the guy we just interviewed, Chad. Chad yeah, Laylock. he said he goes, I'm using like two percent of what I went, learned in college. Right. He's, he's, a, he goes, he's a mechanical I, engineer, and he goes, and I could, yeah, exactly. He right. goes, That's all I'm using. Yeah, so go to college. If you're going to college, have a plan. Guys. Have a don't plan. Just, don't just go to go. Don't just go to go. We well, gave th- that advice yesterday in the uh, computer systems uh, class, and it was, and I said, I, I'm not saying not, don't go to college. And so I went to college, and it, it worked out great for me. But, you know, when you go in, research where the jobs are. Right. Find out yeah. what, you know, what degrees are used in those industries. Right. Um, and you know, don't, don't come out and – Say, oh, well, I've got an art degree, and now, you know, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> you know? 
So exactly. 100% guys. Straight facts on Henrico CTE now, as always. And I'm getting a phone call because I'm a wonderful host. And I'm going to mute that phone call. But guys, thank you guys so much for coming out and uh, visiting us here inside of the CTE conference room here off of Nine Mile. Uh, before we go, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Uh, check out HenricoCTE.com for more information on awesome programs, the awesome programs you heard highlighted here, and then some. I'm pretty sure we got something to, uh, to fit your needs as far as careers or get you pretty close, right? You want to be a doctor? We can't make you a doctor. Straight but out you, of high school. But you get those, those they get that nursing experience, that which nursing, is medical training. That medical training, you can be inside of hospitals. They work in hospitals. In fact, I was over there with our medical system students who are more so on the administrative side of things at ECPI. Yep. And ECPI has a really, really good working lab where they get all kinds of real cool hands-on experience. But go check out HenricoCTE.com uh, to find out more information about A-Center courses, comprehensive high school courses, as well as middle school courses. Get you started off early. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on all of your major and most of your minor podcast venues. Look us up, like, and subscribe. Don't miss an episode. All you have to do is pull up your favorite podcast venue. Mine happens to be Apple Podcasts, and you search Henrico CTE. Not hard. Not hard to find us. Hit that follow button. Uh, and I want to send a huge shout out to the folks here from SEC for coming and hanging out. Shout out to Mike for hanging out with me as well. And shout out to you for listening. This has been Henrico CT. Now, until next time. So long, everyone. Wow.